Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, what could be the biggest snowstorm in years brings dangerous conditions from the mid-Atlantic to the northeast. Could New York City get more snow than it did all last winter? Already a deadly storm with blizzard-like snow, freezing rain and gusty winds. Roads become treacherous. Thousands could lose power. And at least eight states close COVID testing sites because of the storm. As New Jersey's governor gives new snow advice, if you help your neighbor shovel, wear a mask. If it's not one thing, it's another. Protecting America's seniors. The first nursing home residents get the vaccine. President-elect Biden asked governors to open up schools in his first 100 days. And the new study that shows a majority of kids with coronavirus got it from their families and not from their classmates. A Christmas check? Congress says it's close to a $900 billion deal. The first relief to Americans in nine months. Will you receive a $600 check? If so, when? The 9-11-style plot. Terrorism charges against a man who allegedly got his pilot's license and researched tall buildings in the U.S. Police handcuffed an innocent woman in her own home. The disturbing video is 12 officers raid the wrong apartment and handcuff a naked woman. I truly believe that they would have shot me. The video the city of Chicago wanted to keep secret. Overdue honor. Baseball elevates the Negro Leagues to major league status. And we end tonight with our series, Season of Giving, serving lunch to the hardest hit after taking a loss of his own. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin with breaking news. 70 million Americans are now in the middle of a monster storm that's dumping snow, sleet and rain up and down the East Coast. The powerful nor'easter is expected to unload as much as two feet of snow in some places, bringing with it 50 mile per hour winds and freezing rain that could lead to widespread power outages. Tonight, cities and states, including Pennsylvania and New Jersey, are already declaring emergency and shutting down services, including coronavirus testing. And as we come on the air, there are warnings from Virginia to Maine to stay off the roads as conditions get worse. What's shaping up to be the worst snowstorm in the East has seen for years is also hitting just as more doses of the nation's first coronavirus vaccine are being shipped out, potentially slowing down the nationwide effort to get shots into people's arms, even as they are needed more than ever. Well, that's because tonight the death toll from the virus here in the U.S. has passed 3,000, the third time in a week. We have a lot of new reporting for you and your family. Our team is standing by to cover it all. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is going to lead us off tonight from a snowy Maryland. Good evening, Chris. Nora, this storm started in Colorado. By the time it's done, it will have stretched all the way to Maine. Tonight, 14 states have winter weather warnings in effect. Blizzard conditions are possible. So is up to two feet of snow. The first major storm of the season is already creating chaos. Paramedics in Pennsylvania dodging death, nearly hit by a sliding truck. Slick roads causing this pileup in Virginia and slippery conditions sending tractor trailers off the road. Now the storm is heading north, where preparations are underway in New York City for up to 10 inches of snow. This could be the biggest storm in several years. The storm comes as the nation is still in the grip of COVID-19. If it's not one thing, it's another. This is our first weather emergency of this pandemic. COVID testing sites are shutting down in at least eight states. And there's concern tonight the weather may halt some shipments of the Pfizer vaccine. Pennsylvania is under a state of emergency and expecting its largest delivery of the vaccine tomorrow. Our team is ready to work collaboratively to address any issues that arise with vaccine transport and distribution. UPS tells CBS News the vaccine is their top priority and they'll continue making deliveries as long as roads and airports are open and it's safe to operate. But some are welcoming the snow as school districts in some states are closing early or entirely tomorrow. Jefferson County, West Virginia schools emailed parents They're taking a snow day, writing, this is one thing our kids won't lose this year. I think a lot of people wouldn't mind losing out on this one. We have had rain, high winds, snow, sleet, more snow. It made driving conditions awful and sub-freezing temperatures overnight here in Maryland mean ice. Nora? All right, stay safe out there. Chris Van Cleef, thank you. The worst of the storm is still yet to come. Let's bring in CBS's Lonnie Quinn for the forecast. Good evening, Lonnie. Well, good evening to you, Nora. (laughs) Hello, everybody. We are in the middle of our nor'easter here in New York City. And if you look at the radar picture, I mean, you can see what's happening here in New York. But the radar picture will show you there's a 750-mile swath of snow, anywhere from the mountains of North Carolina all the way up to New Hampshire. And that's, of course, what your eye is drawn to. I, however, want to draw your eye to where the snow is not. And that's Virginia. A good chunk of Virginia right now is in a dry slot. And that will move into the northeast. Now, when a dry slot moves into an area during a snowstorm. It's like taking ice cubes out of a glass of water. That water is going to warm. Well, the air warms as well. Some of that snow can turn to rain. And if you look at the, comput- at the future projections, and this is just one computer model, but this particular model is saying, hey, that rain snow line is going to push farther north. In fact, possibly as far north as Hartford, Connecticut. I know that seems extreme, but that's going to turn some of that snow 
into rain, and it's going to bring the totals down a bit. But still, no matter how you slice this or dice this, this is going to be a lot of snow. Biggest snowstorm for the Northeast since 2018. Five to ten inches around a place like New York City. Uh, you go outside the city, maybe 10 to 16. Hot spot is going to be, say, eastern Pennsylvania to the lower Hudson Valley, where you could get one to two feet of snow. So uh, New York City has been in a snow drought. We're not in it anymore, Nora. Uh, it is here. All right. Lonnie Quinn, thank you. Tonight, vaccine distribution has expanded to nursing homes. More than a third of the 306,000 COVID deaths have come from long-term care facilities. And some issues have been reported with the Pfizer vaccine. We get more now from CBS's David Begno. Tonight, protecting the nation's most vulnerable as nursing home patients and workers in West Virginia and Florida are getting their first dose of the vaccine. What a great time for this to come really to put an end, uh, hopefully, to this virus. Members of the military are also being immunized as Pfizer's vaccine rollout continues across the country. CBS News obtained exclusive access as more than 4,800 doses of the vaccine arrived at UC Davis Medical Center in Sacramento, California. As soon as they came off the truck, first stop is the pharmacy to start opening the box. The vials were immediately put into this ultra-cold freezer. They were then taken out in small batches, labeled, and thawed. Dr. Nate Cooperman was among the first to get the shot. I now know that I will not die from this disease. Tonight, there are new reports about a glitch that's affecting vials in California and Alabama, which arrived too cold to process thousands of potential doses that now need to be replaced. The first report of serious side effects involves a middle-aged healthcare worker in Juneau, Alaska, who had an allergic reaction within 10 minutes of getting the vaccine. The FDA issued a reminder today that people with severe allergies to vaccines should refrain from taking it at this time. Along with the hope that comes from a vaccine, there is so much despair. California reported nearly 54,000 new coronavirus cases in just one day. That is the highest ever for any state. California's hospitalizations and deaths are also at record levels. Hospital employees like Marcia Santini are now out sick, struggling with COVID. This was like someone punched me in the gut and ripped my heart out. There is a new study which shows a majority of kids with coronavirus got it from their families, not from their classmates. Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's hopeful that an overwhelming majority of Americans will take the vaccine when it becomes widely available this spring. We will get a veil or an umbrella of herd immunity over the population. And finally, after battling COVID-19 since November and giving birth while in the hospital, Natalie Herrera finally got to go home this week to hold her one-month-old baby boy, Felipe, for the very first time. We just arrived in Fresno, California, and here in the central part of the state, the biggest hospital has run out of ICU beds. You know, there's another way to think about how the Pfizer vaccine works. Dr. Tom Frieden, who used to run the CDC in Atlanta, says the mRNA in the Pfizer vaccine is like an email. It goes to your immune system, says what the virus looks like, and gives instructions on how to kill it. And then, like a Snapchat message, it just disappears. Nora? All right, David Begno, thank you. Tonight, help may finally be on the way for Americans struggling to make ends meet in the pandemic. Congressional leaders say they're close to a deal on a $900 billion relief bill, including another round of direct payments and help for unemployed workers. We get more now from CBS's Nancy Cordes. A sudden flurry of activity on Capitol Hill as leaders race to complete a COVID relief deal in time for votes this week. We are very close. The American people need more help. 
That help should come in the form of a roughly $900 billion bill, which includes another round of stimulus checks for most Americans, about six or $700 per person. There's also $300 a week in federal unemployment benefits for the next four months, along with $80 billion for schools and billions more for vaccine distribution, rental assistance and more. Food assistance, my goodness. Think about all the people in need. One of them is Brianna Carrazzo of San Diego. We go to a couple of different food banks. The deal could come just as her state unemployment benefits are running out. That would be great. It would really help the people who have been struggling. So you may be able to afford groceries again with this money. Yes. Still, the cash comes too late for some. Eight million more Americans fell into poverty this summer as stimulus talks floundered. New government figures show U.S. retail sales fell in November for the first time since spring. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said today the relief bill would be very good for the economy. We know there are small businesses all over the country uh, that that have been basically unable to really function, and they're just hanging on. The bill should include about $300 billion worth of relief for those small businesses. It would also extend the eviction moratorium and student loan forbearance. Tonight, Nora, leadership aides are working feverishly on the fine print of this bill. They are hoping to pass it into law by this weekend. Many hoping for that. Nancy Cordes, thank you. Chilling details were revealed today in an alleged plot for a 9-11-style attack on the U.S. A Kenyan man pleaded not guilty to terrorism charges this morning in New York City. Federal prosecutors say that Cholo Abdi Abdullah was a member of the terror group Al-Shabaab and trained as a pilot with plans to hijack a plane and fly it into a building in the U.S. Abdullah was arrested last year in the Philippines. Some news coming in tonight. Vice President Pence says he will publicly receive the coronavirus vaccine on Friday. And CBS News has learned that President-elect Biden is expected to get his shot as soon as next week. Now, it comes as the president-elect says he will have the most diverse cabinet in American history. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. President-elect Joe Biden said his choice for transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, would be tasked with helping get the country back on its feet after the pandemic. He's got a vision I'm a next-generation leader. A former primary rival of Mr. Biden, the 38-year-old is poised to become the youngest member of the cabinet. And while Buttigieg has no professional experience in the transportation sector, he said... I faced a constant battle with that natural enemy of all mayors, the pothole. Notably, Buttigieg would be the first openly gay man confirmed by the U.S. Senate to the cabinet. Today, he recalled being a teenager, watching as Republicans blocked another gay man from serving in Bill Clinton's administration. Two decades later, I can't help but think of a 17-year-old somewhere who might be watching us right now, somebody who wonders whether and where they belong in the world or even in their own family. Meanwhile, as Mr. Biden begins outreach to congressional Republicans, his deputy White House chief of staff, Jennifer O'Malley Dillon, is drawing fire for calling them a bunch of blanks and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell terrible in a magazine interview. Also today, in a meeting with more than 30 of the nation's governors, President-elect Biden repeated his pledge to open most of the nation's schools by the end of his first 100 days in office. But he noted that doing so requires much more money, not yet approved by Congress. Nora? Ed O'Keefe, thank you. 
We want to turn now to a disturbing story. Police officers raiding the wrong home and handcuffing an innocent woman. It was first reported by Dave Savini of our CBS Chicago station, WBBM, and contains graphic video that the city did not want anyone to see. I had just gotten home from work. And while I was undressing. And Jeanette Young, a social worker, had just finished her shift at the hospital with 12 Chicago police officers raided her home. And it happened so fast, I didn't have time to put on clothes. She was completely naked, surrounded by all male officers. And I'm just standing there. I mean, terrified, humiliated. Young was handcuffed as the officers searched her home. If I had made one wrong move, I felt like they would have shot me. One police officer wraps a short coat around her shoulder, still leaving her front fully exposed. Young tells the raid team at least 43 times they are in the wrong place. You got the wrong house! You got the wrong house! WBBM's investigation uncovered police got it wrong because they took the word of an informant who said a felon with a handgun lived in the apartment. So where was the target? Our investigation revealed he was awaiting trial on home confinement here at a different apartment in Anjanette Young's complex. How easy would it have been to locate him? Easy, real easy, because he was wearing a police tracking device. Police did eventually walk Young to a room so she could get dressed. It took more than 20 minutes for the officers to say this. Nearly two years after the ordeal, Young says she still hasn't been told if any of the officers involved have been disciplined. They need to do the work, but they need to do it right. Now, the city law department went to court to try to block our station from airing this video, but that judge ruled against them. Now, tonight, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot publicly apologized to Ms. Young and said she was appalled at what she saw and is recommending that the city settle that case. Ms. Young says what she wants is accountability, Nora. Incredibly appalling. Dave Savini, thank you very much. While the Northeast was getting its first big snowfall of the season, Tampa, Florida, was hit by a tornado. It tore across Pinellas County and then became a water spout as it crossed Tampa Bay. There are reports of damage and thousands of power outages, but so far no reports of any serious injuries. Tonight, 100 years after the founding of baseball's Negro Leagues, baseball's record books are being integrated, with all players from that era now being called major leaguers. Baseball officials announced today that the accomplishments and statistics of Negro League greats such as Satchel Paige, Josh Gibson, and Cool Papa Bell will count among the major league's official records. Many in the sport are calling this inclusion long overdue. Incredibly important. Like so many other businesses, a food stand in Los Angeles was forced to shut down during the pandemic. That could have been the end of the story, but the owner refused to stop serving. We get more now from CBS's Jamie Ukis in our series, Season of Giving. 
Every Tuesday, Helio Leva fires up the grill and prepares lunch for those hit hardest by the pandemic. I never imagined that there would be so much people waiting in line to get a plate. After his own business was raked over the coals and forced to close due to L.A. County's COVID restrictions, Leva had a choice to make. Either be homeless or follow my pride. With the help of donations, he created the East Hollywood Community Cookout for others who might also be hesitant to ask. I come around very hungry. Some are out of job, so they come to get food. What does it mean to you to get a hot meal? Nice. It's nice? Yeah. It's kind. It's kind. A small team of volunteers turns out each week as one by one the meals are passed out. Most people who are, are given this away for free, they wouldn't be grilling the tortillas. Yeah, but we believe that this meal is not just any meal. Leva's cookouts have provided close to 5,000 meals. And in a year where so many people are suffering, the stakes could not be higher. Jamie Yukis, CBS News, Los Angeles. It is more than just a meal. It's a gift of kindness. Thank you, Jamie. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, we are going to keep going with our Season of Giving series with a teacher who gave a school custodian the ultimate gift. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. See you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.